Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Edmonton was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a great future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is pretty exciting. Uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has, my decision was uh, pretty easy, obviously, with those high caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in the hockey city uh, made my decision real easy. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Malala. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. myself today to see if I still feel I focus on the pain the only thing that's real the needle tears a hole the old familiar sting Try to kill it all away But I remember everything What have I become? My sweetest friend Everyone I know goes away Stoffer joining you, a little Johnny Cash to open up, and uh, that is, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, with all due respect to Trent Reznor and Nine Inch Nails, not even close. That is as good of a version of somebody else's song as you'll ever hear. This is Oilers Now. It is a game night, the Edmonton Oilers and the Florida Panthers. Hey, we've all been there before. It was like a, a love song to his wife who just passed away. A beautiful thing. A jam-packed edition of Oilers now coming up. The Edmonton Oilers and the Florida Panthers. Two teams that have known a little bit of hurt so far this season. The Oilers coming in with a record of 20-20-3. The Florida Panthers 17-17-6. The Panthers uh, blown out 5-1 by the Pittsburgh Penguins. Final 31 minutes of that game. Keith Yandel. An elite puck-moving defenseman, Jonathan Huberto, who's leading the team in scoring, along along with Mike Hoffman, who earlier this year had a 17-game point streak. They got sat for the final 31 minutes of that game. Conversely, the Edmonton Oilers got the snot kicked out of them in San Jose. Yeah, they had some bad bounces, but it was a bad overall performance in a strange up-and-down season. Uh, up and down, certainly, road trip for Edmonton as well. This is Oilers Now. It is brought to you by our title sponsor, 
Digitex. You can now buy your PCs from Digitex. Keep it all under one roof with one number to call, one simple invoice for all of your office technology needs. Time for the Edmonton Oilers. Time is now. Six of the next seven games at home before the All-Star break. This year in the NHL, they've tagged the All-Star break on the back or on the front of the bye weeks for NHL organizations. So a real opportunity here. Five of the seven teams the Oilers are playing are not currently playoff teams. Six of the seven games are at home. The lone road game is in Vancouver, a team albeit that's beaten Edmonton twice this year. Oilers got to get it going on, no question about that. Coming up, we'll preview uh, tonight's matchup. We'll hear from Oilers head coach Ken Hitchcock. We'll hear from Oilers forward Milan Lucic. Reed Wilkins at 12.20. Louis DeBrusque from NHL Hockey and Rogers at 12.35. Brian Burke from Sportsnet at 105 today. Brian's appearances brought to you by our friends from Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical, prefabrication, and solar. 135 from Sportsnet 590, the fan radio, NHL network radio as well, Gord Stellick, former general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs. So lots of great guests, lots to get to. Here's how you can reach us on a River Creek Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Brought to you by Free Fallen, honoring the music of Tom Petty, January 12th at the River Creek Resort and Casino Tickets, Ticketmaster.ca. You can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. Don't buy a new or pre-owned Ford without giving Heartland a chance. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford out in Fort Saskatchewan. We, we are available via Twitter. I think the owners now count. What's it up to, Brendan Escott, back in the studio? Is it over 38,000 followers now? How many we got going on in that baby? It's uh, 36,200 last I saw. Well, well you know what? It, we got we to gotta get going. We got to push it. And we got to push up your numbers as well at Brendan Escott. Escott with two T's on it. Of course, you can reach me at Bob underscore Stoffer as well. Edmonton and Florida. As we go to the Direct Workwear Audio Vault for product knowledge, compliance, great pricing, and innovation, directworkwear.com, an Edmonton-based company. The Oilers... A 500 road trip. It was a strange one. A 3-1 victory in Arizona. Looked pretty good in the final two periods of that game. Then stunk to join out against the LA Kings in a 4-0 loss. Then shut out behind uh, Cam Talbot, who gets the start tonight for the Oilers. The Anaheim Ducks, 4-0. The Ducks, by the way, are 0-7-2 now in their last nine games after losing last night in OT to Ottawa. Matchup of two teams that hadn't won in eight games. Uh, and then the Oilers get schmoked in San Jose. 2-2 two two road trip, 500 road trip. Here's Ken Hitchcock. I looked at the road trip as 500. That's what we deserved. We, two wins we had, we deserved to win. And the two losses we had, we deserved to lose. So when you look at things in that game, uh, going into that game, the road record between San Jose and Edmonton, there was one point difference. So San Jose had a better record than we did at home, and they took advantage of their home, and they did it again. But I think if you're playing 500 on the road for the rest of the year, you'd be really happy. But you got to make hay when you're at home, and that's our opportunity. we got to make hay when we're at home. There you go. All right. Uh, the Oilers, uh, we will tell you, Connor McDavid up front, Leon Dreisaitl, Alex Jason, Ryan Nugent Hopkins with Milan Lucic, and yes, a pull yard. Just some quick numbers for you. Right now, Dreisaitl is on pace for a 44-goal, 99-point season. McDavid is on pace for a 46-goal, 120-point season. Ryan Nugent Hopkins 
on pace for a 27 goal, 74 point season. Milan Lucic, five time 20 goal scorer, picked up just his second of the year the other night, but he's put together a couple good games. And here's Ken Hitchcock on the Oilers' left winger. Look, Milan's a really good player for us right now. That line is very good. This is as good as he's played since I've been here. Uh, his his, his uh, anticipation on the wall, his board play, his forecheck, uh, his positional play on the ice has allowed him to be a really good player right now. The line's effective. Uh, they've got great chemistry. They've got two big bodies that are forechecking the puck. Uh, they, their last three games, especially the last two, have been excellent. He himself is playing as well as I've seen him play for a long time. We just need him to keep it up. And his decisions are quicker. His movement on the ice is quicker. Uh, he's, he's up to speed with the tempo of the game. And if this is the player that we're going to get for the balance of the year, we've got, we got a really effective player. And that line, if that line can continue to chip in every night like they're doing scoring-wise, then we, we end up with a really good line here right now. All right. Uh, speaking of Milan Lucic, he had this to say on changing his game during the scoring slump. Yeah, I mean, you try to change everything, right? It's just one of those things you just try to find something that will work for you. But uh, like I said, I, you know, there, there were chances in those stretches and, you know, that weren't fine in the back of the net. And, you know, the thing is now is, is it's, it's not focusing on, you know, the drought and, and, and all that type of stuff. It's, it's focusing on what you need to do moving forward. And, and you know, and for myself and, and for the team, more, more importantly, we've got seven games here before the All-Star break, and uh, we know what it means to this team. You know, three, three points out of a wild-card spot. Uh, so, you know, six of them being home games. So uh, we're, we're in control of our, of our destiny, especially in these next seven games. So it's a, it's a big moment for all of us moving forward. And Oilers captain Connor McDavid, who's got 10 points in five career games against Florida, reiterates the point uh, that the Oilers team decides their own fate here moving forward. They're only three points out of a uh, playoff spot in the wild card. Uh, Colorado's won just three of their last 17 games. They've kind of fallen back. Uh, it's right there for Edmonton to go get. That said, the Oilers have been consistently inconsistent. But here's McDavid saying the Oilers team decide their own fate. I think that's the point that's been missing is, is we are three points out of a playoff spot. I mean, obviously, we've been on a stretch, you know, two and eight, um, you know, and that's frustrating. And, and uh, you know, but, you know, like you said, we're three points out, um, sitting with half a season left to go, you know, kind of, uh, you know, we get to decide how it's going to go here. That's Connor McDavid. Uh, Cam Talbot starts in goal in his career against Florida. He's 5-3, a 2.74 goals against average and a 9.17 save percentage. Talbot had this to say what he expects out of himself after having a strange couple games. I mean, he was utterly brilliant against Anaheim in that 4-0 shutout and then obviously uh, gave up uh, four before he got pulled against San Jose. Now, that said, two ricocheted in off of skates. Here's the Oilers starting netminder tonight. For me, you know, I got to go out there and, um, you know, sometimes we're going to make mistakes without somebody like uh, your number one defenseman out there. So um, I've got to go out there and, and, you know, do a better job of coming up with some bigger saves sometimes. 
So, Connor McDavid along with Leon Dreisaitl, Alex Jason, Ryan Nugent Hopkins with Milan Lucic, and yes, the Poliarvi. Jajar Cameron with Tobias Reeder. Still has not scored a goal this year. Zach Cassian. Kyle Brodziak will center the fourth line with Gambardella and Spooner. Those bottom two lines need to focus on checking, and then when they get in the offensive zone, uh, the Oilers got to do a better job protecting pucks and playing in the opposition's end. Don't think the Oilers are built right now to be a trade-your-chances type team. On defense, Caleb Jones with Adam Larson. Darnell Nurse playing 23-20 per game with Chris Russell. Kevin Gravel with Matthew Benning. Uh, found out today from Ken Hitchcock, Alexander Petrovich is in concussion protocol. Clefbaum remains out with a broken finger. Sekra skated today, obviously still weeks away from returning from an Achilles injury. Yamamoto expected back shortly. Manning likely to be back in the lineup as well. 12-18 in Edmonton. The Oilers' opponent tonight are the Florida Panthers. We do expect a tough guy, Michael Haley, to play. Uh, again, the Panthers 17-17-7 this year. They're 9-11-2 on the road. They currently possess the 30th-ranked save percentage in the NHL at 8.86. The Oilers, by the way, are 24th at 8.97, and both teams have been scorched with empty net goals. They've given up a lot of empty net goals, which has lowered their overall save percentage. Uh, Alexander Barkov's a stud. He plays 23 minutes a game. He's 53% in the face-off circle. He had 70 point, uh, 78 points last year, but he's minus 13 this year. He's up front with Jonathan Huberto and Jenny uh, Dadinoff. Uh, Huberto minus 16 this year. Henrik Borgstrom won a national championship at Denver playing with Tyson McClellan. That's Todd McClellan's son. He'll be with Frank Vitrano and Mike Hoffman. I mentioned Hoffman 17-game point streak to start the year. He only had 20 points in those 17 games. Uh, Jarrett McCann with Troy Bauer and Dennis Mulgan. Uh, uh, Yuko Lamico uh, with Jace Horlock, and we believe that it's going to be Michael Haley. And on defense, Yandel and Ekblad and Matheson and Mark Pezik, the Edmonton area product, will be the top two. We're just looking for a starting goaltender for you as well. We'll work on that here uh, momentarily. But Roberto Luongo got pulled the other night against Pittsburgh. It is 12-20 in Edmonton. This is Oilers now. It's the Edmonton Oilers and the Florida Panthers. Time for the Oilers to take the uh, herd out. The bite out for the fans to put together a bit of a streak here. Reed Wilkins coming up from Inside Sports. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, welcome back, everybody. 1223 Devin. Oilers Now. Fear of the Finn has texted the show on our Heartland 4 text line. Bob, bounces are a big part of the game. Funny how you only mention it when it hurts the Oilers. Remember the Edmonton overtime winner in Hitchcock's first game in San Jose. Sharks fan, Fear of the Finn. Fear of the Finn, thank you for listening to the show. Uh, you know what? I, I think I, if you saw my tweet after the game, I don't know what part of the Oilers were thoroughly outplayed by a deeper team you didn't understand. But, yeah, there you go. Uh, you can... But we do appreciate, hey, San Jose's got a real good team. They're a top six team in the NHL right now. So is Vegas, so is Calgary. Edmonton is not there. Let's bring aboard Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports. Reed, uh, Ken Hitchcock went on a 9-2-2 two, two run. Uh, the orders were up to at 1.18-12-3. They come into tonight's game 20-3, which uh, my quick math would suggest means they're 2-8 over their last 10 games. Give me a riff on uh, what needs to happen moving forward here in this uh, stretch of six or seven games out of home before the All-Star break. Well, Bob, there, Hitchcock talked a little bit about it today, and 
I, I know a lot of focus is on the Oilers' defensive woes, Clefbaum not being there, goaltending being an up and down, and, and I don't want to brush that aside because those, those are issues and those are storylines for the team. But he did say when they were playing well, they were better managing the puck, they made safer decisions with the puck, they didn't make risky plays, and, and ultimately they forechecked better and they spent more time in the offensive zone. I mean, he talked about leaning on teams and, and grinding away at teams, and that simply hasn't been happening lately. They, they've been badly outshot by about 10 shots per game over the stretch without Clefbaum, and, and y- y- I think you can't just pin it all on Clefbaum not being there. They, they don't spend enough time in the offensive zone. Right. I mean, that's a yes, you have to defend well, and your goalie has to make saves, but another way to limit chances against is to forecheck yourself. Spend three or four shifts in the other team's zone. Wear down their players a little bit. Make them get tired defending. So I, I look for that against, you know, on this stretch of games, and then like you mentioned, the Oilers are playing a couple of pretty good teams that are having good seasons Buffalo and Calgary everybody else is is in the Oilers neighborhood or or like Detroit really struggling this season so there's a chance here for the Oilers to get after some of these teams that that like Edmonton aren't as deep but they're gonna have to do it by by playing smarter offensively and not taking risks and being willing to be patient and grind and realize okay it might take it might take an extended series of shifts in the offensive zone to get a goal as opposed to, as opposed to trying to create an explosive play that gets it for you right away. You know what? For this three-game homestand, unless these guys are awful, I would I would roll with McDavid, Drysaddle, and Chason, and then R&H, Lucic, and Pogliarvi. Those two lines. Yep. Just see what they could do. Uh, Milan's been boxed out of the top six for a while. Uh, last couple games have been pretty good. Got a goal. Pogliarvi, I thought, had a good road trip as well. What do you think? Agree or disagree? Yeah, I think I think the I think they got to stick with Nugent Hopkins, Lucic, and Puliyarvi. Then you give Lucic a chance to to maybe find something playing with a, a creative center like Nugent Hopkins and Puliyarvi, who look I know is still incredibly frustrating at times. But there's been some better moments and some better plays. It, it needs to happen a lot more often. But yes, I mean if I I don't think the Oilers have the lineup to go three lines deep with scoring. But maybe, maybe t- at least they get a second line producing, and I, and I think those are the best two combinations right now, or the best two guys to play with Nugent Hopkins on that line. How much have you seen Florida play this year? I haven't seen them play a lot, but I know that there are some similarities to Edmonton. The, they're the only two teams in the league that are exactly 500 right now in terms of point percentage. Uh, like Edmonton, they have uh, some higher-end guys who, propo- who provide most of the offense. There's not a lot there from their third or fourth lines. And like Edmonton recently, they have not started games well. I mean, Edmonton really didn't start any of the games well on their four-game road trip, though they wound up overall with a good first period in uh, in Anaheim. The Panthers have fallen behind at least one nothing in seven consecutive games. Four times they've allowed a goal against in the first two minutes. And like Edmonton, their goaltending has been pretty up and down. Actually, their goaltending hasn't been as, it has as, been as, as good as Edmonton. Hasn't had a stretch like Costco's right. for Edmonton. Right, exactly. So these two teams are very similar. The advantage for the Oilers, I mean, I mentioned they have the same points percentage. The advantage for the Oilers is the cut line's lower in their conference. I mean, yeah. Florida's pretty much out of it, 10, right. 10 back with a little less than half the season to go. Edmonton's still hanging around three back. But, yeah, these are uh, these are teams that haven't done as as well as they've wanted to this season, and and a lot of the, the, the weaknesses are, are in similar areas. 
Reed Wilkins, uh, what time are we doing inside sports tonight? No, wait, it's not inside sports. It's uh, the face-off show. Because you, you, you so badly want to come on the show tomorrow. I never get invited on. So <laughs> well, every you're on. You're on every every game day when we're here at Rogers Place. You had a great cameo uh, a couple nights ago. You like that with uh, Chuba Hubbard? Yeah. Chuba Hubbard? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I'm i probably one of, you know, 100 guys in Edmonton that saw that game between OK State and uh, Oklahoma. That was a great game. He was great in that game, too. I mean, for a redshirt freshman to play the way he did, you know, I, I'm not saying he's Trevor Lawrence. But, but he's, got an, he's got a promising a, future. What a, what a story for a short park kid to be yeah. in that And he'd like to run a 10-1 on the 100 meters. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's all right. a decent goal. There we go. Uh, we're on our 530 pop. Awesome stuff. It is 1229 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stauffer with you. Louis DeBrusque when we return on Oilers Now after a global news weather traffic update. I believe it's with uh, Cassandra Jodoin. Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.